Hey, it's Amy with intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. Let's talk about resistance to boundaries, setting boundaries. I've been having a lot of conversations with people, and they're very resistant to setting boundaries. And I'm like, why, spirit? Why? Right? You know, because I act like... (laughs) Heck, like I don't know what's going on sometimes, but I do know what's going on because usually when I'm having a conversation with someone, I'm reading their energy and the boundary card comes up or spirit showing me they have some codependent tendencies. It's because codependency has roots in addiction. It, there is a 12 step program for codependency. And I think just like someone who's coming to terms with maybe a substance dependency, they're resistant to quitting, right? And so um, if you are finding you're resistant to setting boundaries or learning boundaries or, or um, being open to the idea of boundaries, it's usually because on some level, you know your life is getting ready to change. And I I guess one of the reason why I'm always like, well, why are they so resistant to boundaries? I, I mean, because I've been on the journey of healing codependency for the last five years. Um, and I remember when it was first brought to my attention, I had a therapist tell me, and uh, she told me to go to some 12-step meetings around codependency. And I did not want to go. I did go. I sat there. I listened. I went back. I sat there. I listened. And I was very resistant to the whole process. And so it took me another year. So then I wind up going through the whole divorce process, moved, Um, start trying to date, started a second business, I write novels, and it seemed like every problem I was having was rooting me, it was wiring me back (laughs) to codependency, like everything, that was the root. And so you become more aware of it to the point where, all right, I have to heal this. So when I bring it to somebody's attention for the first time, or somebody brings it to your attention the first time, or maybe you get an intuitive message, or someone says to you something about in the the realm of boundaries, because I don't think it's common conversation to say, hey, you need to set better boundaries. Your boss might be telling you, or your supervisor might be telling you that, hey, you, you know, you need to be a little more firm in this area and, um, there's a lot of different ways people have that conversation without saying boundaries because it's just not co- common. It doesn't roll off the tongue the way it rolls off the tongue for me now. It feels really weird. And so, yeah, accept that your life's getting ready to change. But what I have found, what I can tell you now on the other side, and I'm always going to be healing codependent tendencies, I had to reel myself back recently. I was reading, I was, I'll tell you the story. I was talking to my mom about something and I start reading some energy for a family member um, in relationship to what her and I were discussing. And even that I clicked into like reading the energy that was rooted in codependency because 
I don't have permission to read their energy. They didn't give me permission to do so. And then I went go into helping mode. That's that's also codependency. And so and then I start thinking about it constantly. I was like, oh my gosh, this, this, that. And then I was finding that I was like, I was trying to alter my plans and, and I was thinking more about that situation. That's all fucking codependency. And I had to check myself. I had to be like, girl, you know what's going on here. That's none of your business. And sometimes as you start to really lean into healing the codependency and you start recognizing what your triggers are, you're going to have to just be like, that's none of your business because that is the piece to codependency. You're all up in it energetically. And I'm talking about the energetic component. If you want to look at the psychology of it, I always recommend Terry Cole. She coined the phrase high functioning codependent, uh, which I think is, is a beautiful way to, to really talk about another layer of codependency that is not often spoken of. We talk a lot about codependency as it relates to another person's addiction, but we don't talk about it just codependency as a thing. And it is, it is definitely a thing. And it gets in the way of us achieving our goals. Why? Because our energy is being drained. When we're all up in somebody else's business and we're trying to control somebody else's reality, 100% of the time when you're doing that, you're not in your own world. When I was all up in this family member's business recently, I was not focusing on my goals, my desires, what was up. And even once I came back to focusing on my own life again, it felt weird. I, you know, I felt weepy. I felt like, cause it it is, it's, it's, it is, there is an addictive quality to it and um, an escapism almost. And so then you have to deal with your own reality. But I promise you, once you start dealing with your own reality and you start setting boundaries, you don't miss the old self. Like, I, you know, I slip back into it, but I, it, there are definitely times every day. There's one moment, at least a day, I say, thank you, God, I'm not where I used to be. Right. And, and you will have to clean house. Your, your whole life will change in a lot of regards, but it's better. And so if you're resistant to setting boundaries, just know that, hey, there's, there's some dependency issues there, um, some emotional controlling dependency issues, and you got to heal that and be willing to heal that and um, go through the journey of, of, of getting well. Go through the journey of remembering where you begin and end and where somebody else begins and ends and boundaries are awesome they are it, it give, truly truly gives you your power back because when we're trying to control things from the mindset of codependency we really have no power at all <laughs> We're not in our life where we actually have power. And so when you when you start to release it, when you start to heal it, when you start to acknowledge those behaviors and make different choices, you realize like, oh, wow, I was worried about a bunch of shit that didn't have anything to do with me. I was all up in this and exerting a lot of energy here. And now I have an opportunity to focus on the things that matter to me. And more so, 
And this is something that I've seen a lot as people start to get well, no matter what, what they're healing, they don't miss the old life. You won't miss your old life. Say you are in a friend group and it's all rooted in codependency. Once you start to get well, you're not going to miss the friend group. You might miss moments and it doesn't mean you hate them. That's what's so beautiful about getting well. We're going to call this getting well, getting healthy energetically. There's a psychological component. I'm not talking about this. I'm talking about energy. When you start to heal, you can still, let's say it's going to require that you you're no longer kicking it with the same people. Okay. You can love that person and have no desire to go back to that dynamic. It's not like suddenly you hate them and, you know, you're cursing their name. I would say that's not well. There's still some work that needs to be done there. But if you really go through the journey of healing your codependent ties, you can still hold a high regard and of respect and love and compassion, and then have no desire to be in that environment again, to be in those relationships again, to be in those dynamics again. And codependency, I'll say this, it's not just about people, though people are usually involved. I, you know, I read for some someone recently, and it was a codependent dynamic with their job, with their company. Uh, we can create codependent dynamics with um, It could maybe it's with your landlord, maybe it's with your um, your coach, your athletic coach, your personal trainer. You can create these dynamics in a lot of different ways. You can create it maybe with money, you know, maybe something related to your finances. You find a way of creating a codependent dynamic there. As you start to really take your power back, as you start to heal, as you start to make different choices, you're not going to miss going back that journey. But in the beginning, when somebody suggests that, hey, you might need to work on that, it's going to feel foreign. I remember when the first time it was really called to my attention, it it was like she was speaking another language because you've been in it so long. It's like a bubble, right? And and it's interesting as a psychic when I'm having conversations with people and I'm I'm saying, hey, I'm noticing this. And of course, because I have got through this very extensive healing, I just went through a phase of attracting lots of clients working on this issue. I I can hear (laughs) that they're not hearing me, right? Because they're still in the bubble. But I want to encourage you that just Keep a little part of yourself open. It will save you so much ache and heartache. Like if I had, and yes, hindsight's always 20-20. But if I had really rooted in and listened to what that therapist was saying to me and really just kept going to those meetings, just did 20 meetings. I think I did three and I was like, nope, right? If I just kept going to those meetings, I would have saved myself a year of immense struggle, a year that spilled over into the rest, the following years thereafter. And yeah, so 
once the door has been cracked open, let it be open and pray about it. You know, I would say, hey, spirit, I'm not sure this is my issue because, you know, I can get very sassy when I'm in resistance. Uh, I get, but I get that I don't want problems. And I've heard Amy on the radio say this, this could happen where I'm resisting this piece of information, whatever it is that I'm being called to heal. Help me to keep the door open and bring me the right teachers and bring me the right information and bless me with graceful lessons. Bless me with easy lessons because the lessons that I had to learn as a result of trying to not deal with this issue were some of the hardest lessons I had ever experienced in my life. Uh, and it was the only way spirit could ever get my attention because I had been codependent as long as I knew how to be. I had been in various codependent dynamics. And so uh, now I will say life is so good. Life is so good as a result of healing that. So even if your issue isn't codependency, even if you you're, you have great boundaries, probably not if you're listening to my work, but let's just say you they do. Whatever you're being called to heal, whatever has been drawn to your attention, try to keep your heart open to learning, to exploring. Because chances are, if it's shown up in your reality, not chances, it it definitely is a message because there are no coincidences. It probably means, I'll put probably on it because, yeah, I'll just put probably on it because it's easier for your mind to take. But definitely is really what I want to say. Probably means something is going to be coming up in your life where you're going to really wish you had learned that lesson. Doesn't mean you won't learn it. Doesn't mean that life's going to be terrible indefinitely, but it, 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 spirit's always trying to help us out. Right. And so, um, I think this show is a greater show on just trusting what is showing up in your world and learn what you need to learn and stay as open-hearted about it as possible and just release all fucking judgment, you know, just release it. Like, why, why? Like, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm working with a coach right now, specifically for business, no spiritual undertones whatsoever, just straight old school business. And there is a part of me that is resistant at times. And then I, I can just snap my fingers and call myself back now because I'm like, I want to be here. I want to, to learn this thing. I want to overcome this issue. I want to transcend. So even if, because he told me recently, I'll share this with you. Uh, he told me that I have to rein in my, my book spending for a period of time. And um, he gave me some milestones I need to hit before I can publish again which is exactly why I'm working with him is that I wanted some milestones. I wanted some context. I wanted some more structure managing two businesses and just kind of going with it has been 
fine, but it hasn't been great. And, and I started seeing some patterns that I was not happy about. And spirit gave me the message to reach out and get some coaching around this. And I jumped on it and I found the right coach. And he is so opposite of me, like old white man, like with all due respect, so opposite, so opposite. And I needed that. I needed the practical. I needed the, the, okay, Amy, you can dream all these dreams, (laughs) but let's root in to how are you managing this on a a day to day? What does the, the schedule look like? And yeah, I'm still, I can still use my intuition. I can still be high vibe and running with my passion. And yes, I feel called to do this thing, but now I have more structure and it's a lot more fun. And I'm making different choices, which was what I wanted, right? I wanted to have a frame of reference where I could make some different choices. And so, yeah, I can be totally fucking resistant for a second. And then I'm like, no. So if you're finding you're resistant to this boundary conversation, call yourself back and be like, no, I want a great life. I want... this wouldn't have come up if spirit didn't isn't guiding me to heal it so just read a book practice you know I one of the ways I've been I taught myself boundaries because of course I read some books but when you're a codependent it's like you're a child you don't really understand what it what boundaries oh my god so you have to take baby steps that's cool so what I do is I googled boundaries. If you Google boundaries and you hit images and you just start looking at infographics and images created, like therapists all over the world have created really beautiful infographics to help you on a variety of topics. And so one of them is boundaries. So I just started, I created a collage of of various boundary related (laughs) infographics and images. And then I just look at it every day. And it was how I started to really grasp what boundaries means. It helped me to feel that energy in my body. It helped me to make it make sense. Because sometimes when you're just reading about somebody telling you about boundaries, it just, you're, you know, how do you bring it back to home? How, How do you make it real? So I would say that that's, and I recommend that technique across the board because what happens because your intuition does speak to you in symbols. You can cruise through the images, scan through the images, and you're going to be drawn to the one that is most in alignment with where you are at the time. And, And you can work on that one. And then you can say, okay, let's do it again. And then work on that one. And it gets easier and easier and easier as you start to play with the idea and integrate boundaries into your day-to-day life. This is a much longer conversation than I had planned to have. It just been originally it been like, hey, don't be resistant to boundaries. But it's a journey and I get it and it's weird and it's uncomfortable. But it's worth it. You get so much of your power back. The fact that I like I could have spent I'm getting ready to move to Los Angeles though I I did recently start having some like, oh, do I really want to leave the Bay Area? So that's how I know I'm moving to Los Angeles. Anytime I start wanting the opposite of what I've been pursuing. But I, you know, those family members in LA, if I were still in codependency land, 
I would have fucked up my move. I would have fucked up my new life. I, I would have been all up in somebody's business and thinking about them and making choices and decisions about what they're up to. And I've got to save the day instead of just doing the thing. So, so what I've, I'll share this with you because I think somebody might find it helpful. So what I've been envisioning is I envision where my family member lives and I see that covered in a bubble. I see the city where I want to live and I see that covered in a bubble and I'm envisioning myself, Amy, you live your own life, right? You live your own life. And honestly, in all my visualizations about moving back to Los Angeles, I always saw that. But when this bit got, this codependency bit got triggered, all of a sudden I'm like, well, maybe I should be here and how often am I going over and, you know, got to save the day, right? Um, yeah. So then I just start doing energetics around it. I started seeing myself covered in a blanket of protection, seeing myself covered in light, seeing myself in my own world, seeing myself in my own place, seeing myself living my life, right? Because you can't really do both. I couldn't effectively live my life and be all up in somebody else's business. And so that's the key here with giving up the codependency, setting boundaries, both with yourself and with others, is that you start to realize you haven't been doing your own life all that well. You might have some area that it looks like you're doing it well and you can fool people, but at some point that's going to start to unravel and you'll have to deal with this issue or not. But if you're listening to this show, you, you do want to deal with it. So be willing. All right. I'm Amy. I'm intuitive coaching with Amy. If you are looking for an intuitive coach, someone that reads energy and takes that information to help you live your best life, then I would love to support you. Information on my services can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. Take a look at that massive result intuitive coaching package, as well as the, I'll go ahead because it's it's public. Uh, I did do a, a light pre-sell with people already on my email list, but I, I, I do a two, a 2023 intuitive reading. I did a 2022. I've been doing these for years. It used to be called the month to month intuitive reading. I do it at the beginning of the year. It's for the whole year. It's a really great service, great tool that you can use um, throughout your year to help you make plans, get insight, make choices and decisions, heal transform, manifest. It's a beautiful resource. So it's a 2023 intuitive reading. I go month by month. I pull cards for you. I look at your numerology for the year. I give you the universal numerology for the year. You get to ask me questions specifically related to your goals for the year or what are, or things that you're, you're sensing are going to come up in 2023. I pull cards about that. It, it winds up being about an hour recording all about you and the energy of you in the new year. So if you're interested in that, that is up now. And I would encourage you to submit your request early because of my move, I'm going to do them early. So they'll all be delivered by December 1st. So put your request in. Thank you so much for listening to this show. It is an honor and a joy to serve you. Take care of yourself. Goodbye.